Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal. Come on! We show up ourselves. Yep, that's right. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I am Ross Blotcher. And I'm Carrie Poppy. And today, thanks to it being 2019, the Happy 2019! Year, we went to see a psychic. Yeah, we thought, hey, let's start the year right. Let's find out what's in store. Mm-hmm. And what's in storefront. Yeah, we went to a storefront psychic. So we think this might be our new tradition every year to go to a storefront psychic. I like and that see idea. What their Just predictions are for our year. Now we'll see how successful we were at bringing specific predictions out of the psychic. Yeah. Well, yes. We were hoping to find out what's going to happen with politics. Yes. It's going to happen with the world. Will Trump get impeached? Will there please, be a please, major please. earthquake? So yeah, we thought it would be a, a great idea for us just to check in and see what's in store. You knew of a psychic uh, not too far away from your domicile. That's correct. On good old Hollywood Boulevard. Near a Thai restaurant that Drew and I frequent called Schwan Chim. Very good spicy eggplant there. And very good fried tofu fried rice. Yeah. Delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, next door to that is a storefront psychic that I walk by all the time. I always thought one day I'm going to go in there. But whenever I look in the front window, there's just two empty chairs. Doesn't seem like she's doing amazing business. Mm -mm. And it's a psychic shop just like you would expect for a storefront. It says psychic and there's a picture of a white glowing palm and in red the letter psychic all in neon. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got white curtains that are made out of a bunch of circles. Yeah. Undulating. Those kind of look cool. Yeah, it's very mod. Feels like something Mm -hmm. they might have come up with in the 60s. -hmm, Totally. And a purple awning. What's not to like? And and purple signs that say things like chakra reading, life coach. Candle reading, aura and chakra cleansings. It'd be really great if for the candle reading, you just bring her in like a, a Yankee candle and she reads it to you. <laughs> what do you read here? Yeah. And she's like, well, don't burn for over 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's really small print on that candle. <laughs> I want to do that now just for your candle with tiny print. How much would it cost for you to read this candle for me? Oh, $100? That's fine. And you said you had a story for me related to psychics. Yes. When I was in college, I went to New York City with my theater group. New York City? New York City. And maybe 2004? Long time ago, went to a bunch of Broadway plays, and this one particular night, for some reason, I was walking back from a show alone, and I passed a storefront psychic, and just on a whim, I said, you know what, I'm going to go in, and she had a sign-out friend that said, palm readings, I want to say $20, and I was like, sure, that sounds fun, so I went in, she started reading my palm, she was like, Boy, you got a lot of problems. There's a darkness in your soul. There's a light in everyone's soul except yours. Yours <gasps> is dark, dark, dark. Oh, my goodness. I know. And at the time. To say I, this to a young gal, too, because you yeah. were very young then. Yeah, yeah. I was probably like 20. My goodness. Yeah. Dark, dark, dark. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, I really got to. We need more work here. We got to. We got to pull out the tarot cards. So I'm like, okay, how much are those? And she says, well, Let's see, you're already at 50. And I said, wait, hang on, it says 25. And she said, well, that's for one palm. She had already read both. Uh, But of course, I'm 20 and I'm like, oh, okay. 
Oh, terrible. I know, terrible. <laughs> and then she breaks out her tarot cards and she'll cut me a deal. She'll do that for just an extra 20, so it'll be 70. Oh, what a mensch. No, and <laughs> exactly. And of course, I came in here thinking 25. I'm already at 70. Oh, no. She gives me a tarot reading. The tarot reading finds out that I have a terrible curse that was put on me while I was in my mother's womb. There was a woman who didn't want me to be born, who put a curse on me, and she needs to what lift the curse. What is this, Sleeping curse. Beauty? Oh, my God. One <laughs> totally. gift. <laughs> and so she says, well, you know, this is an emergency, <gasps> and we need to cleanse you. What a predator. You. I know. But in order to do it, you know, it's a lot of work. It's going to be $300. And... I said, I don't have $300. And I really didn't. I was 20. (laughs) So uh, she's like, well, what do you have? And I said, on me, I have, you know, $80 or whatever it was. And she said, can you go to the ATM and get $300? What a horrible person. And I was like, "I, I guess. And so she says, okay, go down the street. There's a supermarket there. You can pull out the money there. And then, Is she making you pay for what you've gotten already? I think I did. I think I did pay yeah. for that first. And then she calls into the back room where her kids are and says, Hey, Victor, Victor, come here. So her son comes out. Give her $5. Huh. Give her $5. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What? And this little kid whips out $5. And then she hands it to me and says, Now listen, we need paper towels. So while you're at the... <laughs> <laughs> going on <laughs> well you're at the grocery store can you pick up and then she's- that does the same thing as sending her son with you because then it indebts you to return yeah totally and she specifically says not the small paper towels the large paper towels and holds her hands up to indicate large and i'm like Okay. And I took the $5 and I walked toward the grocery store and then I fucking booked it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then when I got home, of course, I told my friend this story and he was like, oh my God, so the, the curse is still on you? (laughs) that was the takeaway you meant it and you were a christian at the time so at the time i was both a christian and like pretty into new age stuff i was figuring myself out yeah i i I think i would have steered clear of a psychic storefront that would have been verboten for me totally yeah i I went through various phases and this was one where you know i was into that kind of thing yeah but you know i lived in a small amount of fear for a little bit after that. Oh, no. I know. Thank God, though, I didn't pay her $370. Oh, my goodness. And I got a $5 rebate. <laughs> yeah. And that woman is still looking Yeah, for you don't need towels. to feel bad at all for yeah. running off of that $5. Totally. She was not the one who was shortchanged that evening. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. How predatory. That's awful. Yeah. Okay, good story. But apparently there was a woman who didn't want me to be born. Well, screw that lady. Exactly. Look at you now. But I was born and here I am. And today I went to a storefront psychic. Take that non-existent lady. Exactly. (laughs) So so you came to Hollywood. Well, first, I picked you up in my new car. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Very fancy. I got a a new car. After 14 years with my other car, I got a new car, everybody. So I went and I got you. 
And mm-hmm. we said, okay, let's try out that psychic that's near me. It's right in between like a little Bolt. bakery. Yeah, Bolt, the coffee shop, and Schwan Chim, the Thai restaurant. Just your typical LA street with yep. a psychic floating in between a bunch of other legitimate businesses. Exactly. <laughs> so we walked in and the room is so small. It really is a storefront. Mm-hmm. It's maybe three and a half, four feet deep. Yes, and by 10 feet? Maybe. Maybe a little less. And it won't there even are, hold the three of us Right, there. there are two chairs, one for her and one for the other person. And she's already got the one chair. Yep. So the first thing you asked her was, oh, is it possible for the both of us to get a reading at the same time? And she begs off of that. Well, you know, things come up, so personal. Really, can I read you one at a time? Oh, yeah, okay, no problem, sure. Ross, you want to go first, you said? so. Yeah. I went first. Gentlemen first. That's my motto. It's, those are the rules. That's what we got to live by. <laughs> and uh, Wait, I just want to say then I went and got a cookie. Which you later gave me the other half oh, of. Oh, that's right. Did you like it? Yeah, it was like a gigantic Oreo. Yeah, it's their Like a soft-shelled Oreo. Soft-shell, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> so she introduced herself as Sister Rocky. Yeah, love it already. I felt like she threw another word at the end there. She talks fast. She does. And she has little, I think, catchphrase kind of things she says that she's used to saying and sort of tosses off and yeah. have to make her repeat it. Right. There's a lot of repeat phrasing going on here, and I'm sure you heard a lot of the same things. So anytime that we get to a point where we're describing something that she's saying, if you have one of those apps that has like the one and a half speed or the two speed, just engage that while we're speaking in her voice. Just if to you get want the experience, just of to get the real to sense of how All quickly right. she talks, but then return it to normal speed like a human being. Yeah, which you can do on the Apple Podcast app just by hitting that button three more times in rapid succession. There you go, and that is our <laughs> lesson for today. So do it in. <laughs> Don't do any of that. Yeah, I would say she was maybe in her late 30s. Oh, gosh, you know, I don't even know. It's hard to tell. Somewhere in the 30s, I would say. Okay. Maybe I might early have 40s. Put her, yeah, I might have put her more at early 40s, and but I wasn't thinking maybe Hispanic or Latina? I think that's true. I, I She was speaking Spanish to her son at one ah, point. So. okay. And she had dark hair, but she'd had it highlighted. Mm-hmm, it was very lo- pretty hair. Long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell she'd put some design work into the hair, because not only were there the highlights that were sort of a lighter brown, but then she'd have a streak or two of white mm-hmm. on top of it. And they were curled into ringlets. Very pretty. And I thought, is it because she sees dead people? That her hair turned partially white? Is yeah. that what you're saying? That would be oh, a okay. Sixth Sense reference. Yes. Oh, I caught it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're looking at me like, why are you saying this? Well, I don't remember anyone in the Sixth Sense having their hair turn white. Oh, that was the thing. Like the main boy, he had that little lock of white hair in the oh, back of really? his head. Right. And then he saw one of the earlier patients of Bruce Willis uh, and saw that he also had the white hair. Now we got it. Carrie gets it. I just watched The Sixth Sense on a plane, but I only got like two thirds of the way through. It was my first time watching it in like 15 years. That movie does not hold up. The Sixth Sense? Not good. It does. That's a good film. Have you watched it recently? Uh, I showed it to Andrew maybe eight years ago. Uh Uh-huh. Watch it again. Okay. I think it's still a good Mm -hmm. film. I thought so too. I was like, ooh, I'm going to watch The Sixth Sense. 
oh, the sixth sense. This is bad now. I'm with you on all the other M. Night Shyamalan films. It was a steep decline. But anyways, we'll move on. She was wearing like a sweatshirt and stretchy pants or something. She was wearing a sweater, I think. And yeah, and exercise pants and a Nike shirt that said, just do it. (laughs) Clearly not dressing up for the whole psychic bit. She's Mm -hmm. just hanging out in the front on her phone. Just a cool lady. In case somebody walks by, mm-hmm. got to describe the space a little bit more. The walls were lavender, so mm-hmm. there was kind of like an overall lavender feel to the proceedings. Yeah, I feel like everything was either purple or white or a shade thereof. Yeah, there was also a white kind of shimmery thing on the back wall. And there's a little table between the two chairs, and it's got a crystal ball on it. Mm-hmm. and sort of a bowl that's also sort of silvery. And those are both on a tray that's silver. So yeah, that's the general color scheme going on here. So I sat down across from her and I can hear her kids in the back mm-hmm. or the side right across the other side of the wall from me. They're boisterous. They're running around. They're yelling at each other. Yeah. And this goes on the whole reading. It's hard to imagine that they've ever been told not to do that. Like, it seems like it's just accepted. Like, yeah, they scream while I'm doing my readings. There was one point toward the very end where she did finally say, hey, honey, I'm doing a reading. Ah, okay. But mostly she was just apologizing to me for that every now and then. And I didn't really mind. My brain is good at filtering that sort of thing out. So I was paying attention. It's fine. Don't mind the kids. They were watching, I think, at least at one point, Toy Story 2. Oh! I heard the Woody's Roundup. Come on and gather round. Woody's Roundup. I was like, okay, don't pay attention to the song. Don't picture the visuals in your head. Stay in the moment. That's a good movie. Yeah. So uh, sure enough, single palm, $10. Two palms, $25. Uh, $55 for a tarot reading. Now this is interesting. $10 for one palm. Mm-hmm. $25. Oh, you see the inflationary math here. For two palms. Usually it goes the other way. It's like 15 for one, yeah. 20 for two. Tell me which one is the $15 palm, and I'll show you that one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll get you right in between. That's so strange. Yeah, it's like one of those riddles. You know, the, the baseball bat is exactly $1 <laughs> more than the baseball, for, but they come yeah. to $1.10. Right. How much does the baseball bat cost? And you feel like it's a dollar, but it's not. <laughs> so I said, well, let's start with the single palm to see where this goes. So I hand my palm to her. She doesn't collect the money just yet. And uh, this first part was pretty quick. And she's looking at my hand. This is my left hand. Okay, there's a long lifeline here. You've got many long years ahead of you. Oh, good. Phew. I see you're healthy and strong. Okay. That's all good. There's a positive vibe overall. I see you're very cheerful. And that energy doesn't go unnoticed by other people. Like That's a really strong aura. I think she was also reading that as well as my palm. Mm-hmm. I see that you're sensitive and emotional underneath. And excuse me for saying, but you stress very easily. Oh, don't excuse her for saying that. That is so rude. <laughs> that was one of those repeated phrases. Excuse me for saying this. Uh-huh. I hope you don't mind me saying this. Uh-huh. But don't. She told me not to be offended a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of little preambles like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, what are you about to say to me? You're right. I'm not a racist, but <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. Have you ever seen the I'm not a racist, but uh, video? <laughs> no. Where it's, it was, I know it's made by Brits, but I can't remember It's who already it was. making me laugh and I haven't seen it. There's this guy who would stop people <laughs> on the street and say, I'm not a racist, but do you have the time? It's just him doing that to like a hundred people. And some of, most of them are just like, 
Oh, yeah, it's 802. But a few of them are like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did you need to say that? But it highlights how, oh, yeah, that only makes sense when you are about to say something racist. <laughs> Otherwise, it is not necessary. That is brilliant. Yeah. And, yeah, well well made point. Yeah. I like it. Okay, I want to find that now. She said that I dwell on the past a lot. Okay. And that I should stop doing that. The past is meant to die out, hmm. which is what we learned in The Last Jedi. Yes, The Last Jedi, my favorite Jedi. She told me that the next six months are going to be rough. Oh, okay. A, yeah, a lot of bad stuff in the future for me already. Oh, like, Wow, you're not the type of psychic who's trying to soft pedal and just make me feel good. I've got a lot of challenges coming, but I do see it turning on the seventh month. Oh, my birthday. Which represents completion, something like that, something about completion. Oh, the completion process. Maybe we're going to do the completion process in Oh, July. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, so, Ross's face fell just ever so slightly. <laughs> so she complimented my aura, said there's nothing we need to do about your aura, but I'm sorry to tell you this, but your mm. your heart is not doing well. Oh, no. Yeah. And not your emotional heart or your physical heart? Emotional heart. Ah, yeah, of course. Remember, I'm strong and healthy, but I'm doing poorly in love. Apparently. Oh, no. She already senses that. I know. And I've been hurt three times. Okay. And I'm already trying to think, okay, what, what would be these times that I've been hurt emotionally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how many girlfriends did you have? before Kara something like three right um one serious one. Oh, okay that was it oh, okay then I got married Ross has been married forever <laughs> this will come up so she asked me at this point she was just rattling off things very quickly uh-huh. so that's what I remember but then she said you have any questions and uh, well uh not at this point and so she moves on she asked me if I know anything about chakras and I say, yeah, a little. I, I never want to say, yes, in fact, I've right. gone to many different events that involve chakras. And I've read many books. And <laughs> I bet I know more about them than you. Say, yeah, there's seven of them, right? Right. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's what I said to her. Good call. Good middle of the road answer. She said, well, I can see that the heart one's not spinning well. Oh, no. Yeah, your heart's do- not spinning around in your chest. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to make this heart chakra spin. And then she said that I have jealousy there towards others. Oh, okay. Not necessarily relationship jealousy but I guess people around me but she said that's okay and now do you think that she was reacting to your reactions when she's kind of making these little provisos yeah another thing I'm sure you heard her say plenty of times because she said at least a dozen times for me she'd finish a statement with yes or no yes uh uh-huh wait hold on I said that wrong and I'm sure she would ask you a lot of questions that ended in yes or no yes or no Yes. Okay. So so at this point, I felt like she was sort of running out of steam a little bit, and she kept alluding to things that we could find more about. Oh, right. And so I offered, well, would it help to read the other hand? Would it help if I gave you this $20 bill? <laughs> right. And she said, well, you know what? Actually, I feel like you need a tarot reading. Oh. Here, you know what? I'm going to give you a deal, though. Oh, phew. okay. With the palm reading uh-huh. and the tarot reading, I'll only charge you $50. Oh, that is a steal. I know, because before it would have been $10 plus 55. That would have been 65. Oh my goodness, I just got $15 off. $15. So, big deal. She told me to go warn you to maybe get a coffee or something. Mm -hmm. She said, Is your friend going to be okay with this? Yeah, I'm sure she will. So, I go out and warn you, Hey, uh, it's going to be a while so she had already asked you if i was your friend or your partner or what she did right as i got back 
actually. Oh, okay. So I returned and I warned you. And she had told me it could be anywhere from five minutes to an hour. Who knows? Depends oh, on depends on the cards and the energy. Wow. So all right. I don't know how long Thank this Thank God I had already gotten a cookie. Take. Right? And you were in there a long time. I sure was. So I get in there and that was the first question she asked me. What's the energy between you two? <laughs> and I said, oh, we're long time. And you and I had beforehand... Really pondered this. Yeah, we had, <laughs> yeah we way overthought this, but we thought, you know what? Let's walk in there and just kind of act like we're a couple. We can even say, hey, we were sitting in the living room together and talking about right. whether we should go to a psychic and just let them and make not, assumptions. Not lie, but just, yeah, exactly. Let her right. uh, say all decide. true things. We both were wearing rings on our ring fingers. Yeah. Though it turns out I don't have believable wedding rings. Okay. Because you were wearing, I was my wearing old your class, class ring. ring uh-huh. And I was wearing a ring that says sister wives on it. That's funny. I had turned your class ring around so that the oh, gem was smart. pointing inside because I thought this looks more like a man's uh-huh. band. Uh-huh. But then the first thing she did was read my palm on that <laughs> hand. And I've just got this <laughs> gem up the gem sticking up. <laughs> She didn't seem to make any hay out of that. Maybe that's why she thought I had relationship problems. Oh, maybe. But so I said, "Well, we're long time friends." Realized there was no way. I don't know. (laughs) I realized there was no other way to get around that. And she said, "Yeah, I didn't see a relationship connection Mm -hmm. there." And I'm thinking, "Oh, sure you didn't. Right now, you say that right after I give you the information." Uh Right, right. She did sense a very good chemistry, though. Oh, phew. Okay. And she said, "But in love, I see you're struggling. Yes or no?" Oh, okay. I I, I, I didn't have a yes or no. I mean, the the answer would be no. Uh huh. But now you've caused me to question this. Right, right. What's wrong with my love life? And it puts you in this weird position of like, do I tell you that you're wrong when your whole job is like? To be right. Yeah. It's it's kind of a little bit like a salesman kind of tactic. Yeah, and the way she would ask it would be so quick and so forcefully just to segue into the next sentence and no doesn't feel like a valid option. Right, right. You can't put a wrench in the works and say, no. Right, though I kept saying no. So I probably just made a lot of weird noises at her. (laughs) So then she grabs the deck of tarot cards and it's an aged deck you can uh, yeah. see the edges all have like green gunk around them from being handled many times. You know, normal tarot deck. Imagine a pack of cards, but maybe 30% larger. Softened by shuffling. She had me shuffle. They had blue backs, dark blue, mm-hmm. like a star field with gold stars. So I said, oh, do, do like a bridge shuffle. And so I'm shuffling. And she said, you're a good shuffler. Got to give it to you. <laughs> Okay. All right. I shuffled it three times, as she told me to, and then formed two piles. I said, okay. should I split this down the middle? Doesn't matter. You could put one in one pile, you know, just okay. as you feel led. All right. So I do that. And then she isolates one of the piles, puts the other one away. And she says, now, just because I split it in half doesn't mean I'm going to give you half a reading. Right. Did she say that to you? No. Oh, I thought maybe that was her joke line or something. Oh, yeah. No. Nope. And she warned me if something doesn't make sense. Maybe it's in the future. Just roll with me here. So if it makes sense, it's a hit. If mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, it will it happen It will later. be a hit. Yes, right. exactly. In due time. Huh. Because she can't be wrong about this. So the first card she put down was a heart with three swords piercing it. I got that one too. You did? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. AKA the three of swords. And she's like, that's the podcasting card. Just kidding. The next card was Judgment. Oh. And she told me that you're a trustworthy person, but you don't trust others. Oh, interesting. And especially not in love. You're not very trusting in love. And that's why the judgment card came up. You're not very relaxed or secure. 
Huh. Okay. I'm trying to decide if that's somewhere near the truth. If she had said yes or no, I would have thought no and said yes. <laughs> you do tend to judge your relationships that come along. Correct me if I'm wrong, she said. Uh, yes or no. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So I made more noises. What do you say to that? Like, you don't want to be like, actually, really I'm very trusting. Uh, right. Uh, that's kind of how I handled it. But oh, really? then I, yeah. You're I like, tried to be really honest in my What do you want me to do? Compliment myself? Yeah, but for I su- sure it's awkward. I suppose I could point to parts of myself or examples where I have been judgmental, but right. I think overall I'm pretty trusting. Whatever. Okay. So we move on. <laughs> she puts down four cards in a diamond shape. And really, those two were the only ones she actually mentioned during oh. the whole reading. Oh, wow. Just every now and then as we're talking, she just kind of throws down more cards. Yeah. She did put one in the middle uh-huh. at one point. So then there were five places to put down cards. And yeah, she just kept kind of throwing down more cards. The death card hit. She didn't say anything about that <laughs> later on. Uh, so I, I can't really remember all the cards that I saw. I definitely saw like a five of wands. There, there were a bunch of them. Yeah, there, those but... first four or five she lays seem to be the most important ones. Yeah, that was one of them. Anyway, so she just kept building on top of that. And I was tempted to ask if I could take a picture of the cards, but then she'd covered them all up. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not as good anymore. <laughs> but yeah, those relationships where I'm so judgmental and non-trusting can be interpreted as investing, which is a weird way to interpret relationships. Or a business partnership. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And she said, I've always got my guard up. And I was wondering, oh, is she reading that from my body posture or anything like that? Just because I'm kind of listening intently to everything she's saying. I also wonder if there's some that she's just like, this is a man. Oh, right. This seems to resonate with men in general. Right, exactly. She said that I can be controlling and that I was born to be a leader. All of that she was seeing from my aura, not the cards. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think there was any mention of my aura. Oh, interesting. Well, I got a free aura reading thrown in (laughs) for the very low price of $50. (laughs) Then she wanted to know what kind of work I do, so I described my work a little bit. She said, well, is there a lot of butting heads? And again, I'm thinking, well, no, not really. I don't butt heads at work. Then she looked at one card and said that it mentioned there were two people standing in my way. So I guess she did mention another card. And uh, there's two things that you're really trying to accomplish, maybe projects, something that's going to be your baby. And there's two people getting in the way of those two projects. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, okay, well, what would that project be? And who's getting in my way? And I'm I'm just trying to think of examples. But she's moving so fast. All of this is coming Mm -hmm. super rapidly out of her mouth. And then... She drops the bomb. Okay, I'm going to have to tell you some tough stuff that's going to happen. Don't get angry with me. But in the next six months, you will be accused of sexual impropriety. Oh, no. Essentially, you know, kind of a Me Too movement sort Uh of thing. I see someone claiming allegations against you. Whoa. Sexual allegations. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm thinking, what? What? (laughs) What? (laughs) And so she said, well, it's not necessarily anything you've done, but it is going to have a negative impact on your life. And I know your first impulse. That is so specific. Yeah. And I wonder if she's just thinking, oh, this is what men are afraid of right now. Yeah, and I'm going to uh-huh. speak to that. If I need to make a man feel insecure, maybe this is the oh, way to do it. maybe, maybe. Don't try to fight it. You're going to like want to stick up for yourself and try to explain what happened. And you're going to maybe want to talk to this person. I think she avoided using gendered words mm, mm-hmm. just in case it was a man. Uh-huh. I, I don't recall if she actually said anything that made it sound necessarily like a woman. But uh, she said, you know, you're going to try to talk to this person and try to clarify like your body language and your intentions. Oh, I only meant to do this, uh-huh. but don't do that. It's only going to make it worse. You just need to be silent and let it go. Whew. 
That's tough advice. Yeah. (laughs) None of this is premeditated against you, but it's going to happen. Like the person's not necessarily out to get you, but this is all just, it's going to happen. I see it unfolding. Wow. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, essentially. The implication was that you won't, you won't harass someone. It's just that someone will misinterpret your behavior as a sexual advance. Yeah. I felt like she was kind of writing a line there where she was leaving an option that I was innocent of this. Right. But also leaving an option that you might have uh, an action in mind that you don't want to speak to. Right. Mm -hmm. Later on, she made it more clear that this was connected with work. This would happen. So at least I know where to watch out now in the next six months. (laughs) Work is always a good place to watch out for not sexually harassing people. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, good advice. But that's going to happen no matter what. So there's really nothing I can do about that. And then she's telling me also in the next six months, don't invest oh, in anything. So but you can invest in your relationships. <laughs> sure. Now we're defining a word more appropriately to its usual <laughs> domain. Right. And in this case, yeah, it's don't invest in any stocks or bonds or buy things or, okay. or property sales or anything like that. And so I take that moment to say, oh, well, I know the financial market isn't doing so well at mm-hmm. the moment. Do you have any senses about just kind of where the future is going in those terms? Oh, yeah. She's at first not tracking with me. I said, well, you know, like with the presidency and it's just a lot of turmoil in the world right now. Where do you see all of those things going? And she said, oh, that's not so easy. And, you know, just kind of smiled and shrugged that off and tried Mm. to steer it back towards me again. So I tried. I was hoping to get some New Year's predictions about the world. Yeah. She wanted to talk about me. She said flipping an investment is okay. Just no new ones. Don't sign any contracts. So I don't know if that meant like flipping a house or flipping a flapjack. Hmm. I don't don't know. know. But I could flip an existing deal. Just don't try to start a new one. Hmm. She said that there's a lot of energy around me and I can't fight it. So don't try to exercise control in the next six months, essentially. Just kind of let life do its thing. Okay. I asked about travel. Again, wanted to branch this out a little bit and said I plan to be traveling in the near future. And to her credit, I've got to say she said, well, New York holds something positive for you. Oh. I said, And it does. Have y'all heard about our Brooklyn show? It is on January 12th. It's at the Bell House. And guess who our special guests are? The Flophouse. The Flophouse dudes. Well, two of them. So come see us. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, there's still time. It's not sold out. Go to carrypoppy.horse and click on upcoming events. That was a great transition. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I said, oh, I'm actually heading there next weekend. So all right. Yeah. Good hit, though. She, her eyes must have just glowed. You know, I didn't see her exult in her okay. victory That's as much as you hit. would think so. Yeah, definitely. I'm calling that a hit. And she said, okay, but... When you go there, don't try to establish roots. Just be careful with New York. Mm. There are good things for oh, you there. Be careful with New York. But don't don't buy uh, an apartment there. Don't try to rent. Okay. You know, you could even stay there for a month if you need to. Just don't, again, no contracts. Don't sign anything. Don't try huh. to make a deal happen in New York. That's interesting. Okay. Wow, very specific. Okay. I wonder if that's because then you wouldn't be able to come back for psychic readings from her. Interesting. I wouldn't suspect so, but now that you Who say knows? it. Maybe. She told me that also later on there'd be something good coming from Colorado oh okay and I just recently had my good friends visit from Colorado oh my goodness just this past week but that's not quite what she was yeah talking about so I don't know we'll see what comes from Colorado Kira Gowan from Max Fun she comes from Colorado only good things come from Colorado apparently and people oh but Ross Ross. oh yes uh Carrie is it uh yes it's me Carrie Poppy your Mm -hmm. co-host yes I am loving this. I am loving this thing that we are discussing. 
It is so interesting. Oh, man. I know. We are interesting people. Mm-hmm. We are great hosts. Okay. We are funny. We are attractive. We are beautiful human beings. I feel very affirmed. But there are other good people out there making good content. Yeah, like the other shows on Maximum Fun. Exactly. And I want to know more about them. Well, here's one. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Everything's Everything's Coming Coming Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode, we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. Homer wearing that golf outfit is I so funny. It. And there's, when he gets super into golf, he's wearing the golf hat in he's bed. Bad. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, yeah. that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but... But, I mean, like, you can't say that about a lot, a, lot of, a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point have been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. So she said things are generally going to go well for you, I guess, if we ignore this whole sexual impropriety <laughs> right. accusation. Uh-huh. But you're not fulfilled. Okay. So, so yeah, this this woman has no problem delivering bad news. Right. And things that don't necessarily resonate, but probably should. Right. One's own sense of fulfillment seems like it should be the final word on your own fulfillment. That's a good point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think I would usually just get into reflective mode when she would say that. So I'd kind of lean back and look up some uh-huh. kind of NLP thing and think, okay, <laughs> what is this referring to? Why am I not fulfilled? Uh, and she stopped at that moment because she was getting a phone call from her husband. Oh, sorry. Let uh, me take this real quick. Okay. And so she comes back from that little conversation. Hey, I'm giving a reading. And she says, sorry, I just had to answer that. Otherwise, he's going to call me 10 times to wonder what's, wow, what, what's wrong with me. Wow. should learn what she does for a living. <laughs> then she asked me, so what are these two projects that I see floating around you? She wants to know like what I'm really thinking about, about these projects that I'm supposed to be doing. And again, nothing immediately comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And so I tell her, well, I've been thinking about writing, but I've been putting it off. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of latches onto that a bit and asks, well, what are you thinking of writing? You know, fictional, motivational. No, no, it's more life story, philosophical. So we talk about that for a bit. And she's talking about how, well, it's not, it's not you. It's not writer's block. You just need to wait for the right time to come around and it will. Okay. Okay fine. This was the first point at which she said, don't misinterpretate me. (laughs) And uh, this was to be said many times throughout the reading. I think at least three times. She said, don't misinterpretate me. And uh, I won't. Yes. I don't think I could if I tried. (laughs) Uh, Then she shifted into problems with sleeping or indigestion. And again, this just wasn't landing. So you having problems like with your heart or your stomach when you're trying to sleep? Uh, No, not really. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have trouble sleeping, so it's probably not a bad guess. Right. But she's not getting reaction from me because when I go to sleep, I drop off to sleep. So that was another dud. She then mentioned my sexual chakra Uh and said that that's not spinning either. Uh-oh. So, yeah, it's the, the heart and the sex chakra. Uh-huh. And she I'm said... I'm picturing now your heart spinning around and your dick spinning around <laughs> like, a, like a tilt-a-whirl. Well, that's what we need. Right, right. <laughs> and she said, no, I'm not saying, you know, your performance is fine. Uh-huh. Like, wow, I'm getting a positive sexual <laughs> performance rating from this lady. But there's no connection. There's a detachment there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes or no? Mm. Um, uh, and I can't say no because I'm trying to. Are you saying yes to all these things or are you just making noises? I'm making noises. I'm trying to think, uh, uh, hmm, 
well, <laughs> and then she's just moving right on. Oh, that's crazy. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm offering her statement and then my reaction. But all of this is going at like such a rapid clip. This woman is a steamroller. Oh, man. And so she says, yeah, I'm just sensing that your relationship is not good. How long have you been in this relationship? Uh-huh. I say 18 years. Uh-huh. Which isn't true. I guess it's been like 19 plus because mm-hmm. we were together before we were married. But that's what came to mind. And she didn't seem to know what to do with that. So we stopped <laughs> talking about relationships for a little bit. But I don't think that's the answer she was expecting. Right. So then she started asking me if other people have told me to do spiritual work in the past. Okay. And yeah, I'm just getting I this bet they have. clear sense that, you know, she's thinking, oh, you need a lot of spiritual work. Haven't other people told you that you need that? Again, I try to think, well, you know, I have seen psychics in the past, but I can't remember any specific admonitions. Oh, you need to work on this. And uh, then she wanted to know, well, have you done anything spiritual? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, things here and there, you know, like well, some. Let's see. I converted to realism. And <laughs> when I did that, I had to disavow my uh, Mormon roots. <laughs> okay, lady, let me do some talking now. I'll tell you what I've been doing. No, I just said, yeah, well, I've done some meditation retreats. And she said, well, someone offered to help you in the past. Mm. So she sort of started stuck a pin in that one. She told me that I'm vulnerable to substance abuse. Oh, okay. That I should not let my guard down. Okay. Again, that's good advice for most people. Uh, yeah, though I'd say for me that is a solid fail. Mm. Like I just I don't have Yeah, yeah, you're not like a desire tempt- for substances. Right. Or so. tempted to quell your depression or anxiety or whatever with alcohol, etc. No. It doesn't seem to be a part of your so life. I'm, yeah, I'm calling that a miss. Uh she mentioned that I'm stubborn. Mm. Thought, oh, okay. Okay. Am I? I don't know. I think it depends on the subject matter. Right. Yeah. Again, I could point to something or some aspect of my life and say, okay, I'm stubborn there. Oh, right. Always uh, the case with Barnum statements. Okay. I can find a way to make this fit, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, mm-hmm. and I, you know, trying to work to make all of this correct. She told me that I've had a void in my life since I was 17. Yes oh, or gosh. no? <laughs> wow. That's very specific. I don't know. Isn't uh, that about when you met Kara? Yeah. Oh, boy, she's the void. (laughs) Yeah, this lady's hating on Cara. Yeah, without even knowing you have a wife. (laughs) That's what's going on. It doesn't necessarily have to do with religion. You know, you could call yourself anything when it comes to religious beliefs, but you're a realist, yes or no? That one I could be like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) you got it. You got me, I'm a realist, yes. I can tell because you're vaguely responding to all my hippy-dippy questions. <laughs> and she said, uh, you need to see things to believe them. And she mentioned that a few times. Yep, yep, okay, you got me there. I'm going to be honest with you. I hate to say this, but you're not complete. Oh, okay. And it has to do with the past. You're going one way. Your spirit's going the other way. Mm, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, totally. I don't want to be that person. My spirit going a totally different direction. And then she said, excuse me for saying, this is not the person you're supposed to be with. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, no. Like, just after I've said, I've been in a relationship for 18, 18 years. 18 years. Do you think she's trying to date me? <laughs> it's starting to sound like it. <laughs> Sister uh, Rocky. And she asked me, this is a, out of the blue. She asked me, how do you meditate? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And so I kind of described, well, you know, I sit in silence and as thoughts arise, I acknowledge them. Wrong. <laughs> ask them to move on and... Sometimes I do like a loving kindness meditation or gratitude meditation. I I don't know what she's looking for there. And she said, what about retreats? I said, well, for some reason I thought of the breathwork retreat. And so I said, oh, well, you know, I've done like some breathwork. And Uh now I think about that. That could apply to a number of our adventures. Said, you know, just tried to 
access a different mode of consciousness. Uh-huh. And she said, oh, I'm not trying to push you on anything. So I'm not sure where she was going with that. She kind of went back into repeating some of her earlier themes. And she's stating a lot of problems here without giving me any clear solutions for any mm. of this. Well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm asking her, well, you know, what am I supposed to do with all this? And she talks about improving the altar above me. And I haven't heard this before, but she says... A-L-T-A-R? That's what I assume. Okay. That's what it sounded like she was saying. But she said, my aura looks great, but you need to build an altar above you. I thought, okay. Uh And she wants to work with six of my chakras to do this. And I had to like pull this out of her. Like, Which one does she not need to work with? I wanted to ask. She was going so quickly. I really want to know which chakra is (laughs) A-OK. That'll be a mystery unless I go back and pay for Oh, there you go. You should call her. I have her phone number. Real quick, I forgot to ask. Because I am curious. Yeah. Yeah, Are you considering Yes, I am. You want to call her here? Hold on. I've got her number right here. In my phone. Okay. Um, you ready? Okay. Let's do it. He's calling her. He's using my cell phone. Hi. Uh, is Sister Rocky there? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the Thai restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong <laughs> number. My apologies. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that wasn't This is the totally wrong voice. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's calling again, but this time he's calling the right number. We hope. On my iPhone. Who am I really calling? <laughs> I'm getting a voicemail. Should I leave a voicemail? Yeah, sure. He's going to leave a voicemail on my iPhone. Hi, Sister Rocky. This is Ross calling you back. This is going to sound like a really odd question. You gave me a reading earlier today, and you mentioned wanting to do work on six of my chakras. And I I keep thinking, what was the one chakra that you didn't need to work on? I'm just curious. Anyways, uh, if you can give me a call back here, that'd be great. My friend Carrie may answer because I'm actually using her phone at the moment. Anyways, I would appreciate knowing. All right, thanks. Bye. Well done. Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe we'll get an answer on that. We'll see. Or maybe Schwan Chim will call us back. (laughs) But I really had to pull this out of her to tell me what I could do about all this. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, I'm a problem solver. Mm -hmm. I've got to read myself. Yes or no? Yes. And so I just want to know, what do I do to make these things better? Because you're telling me all these negative things are going to happen, negative things about myself. You've created a problem. Now create the solution. My spirit's going the wrong way. So then she says, okay, well, I'd want to work with your chakras. Mm -hmm. Six of them. We don't know which six. Presumably the heart and the sexual. Dick chakra. <laughs> the dick chakra. What else did she seem to have? A pro- oh, probably your spiritual chakra. That's going to need some work. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's your communication chakra that's A-OK. Maybe. Yeah. Whatever's powering my aura. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where she says that I'm going to need to burn some chakra candles for you and they'll have crystals in them. Oh. Yeah. I want to see what these crystals look like and she said do you know much about crystals and again i said a little bit Mm -hmm. and so she told me that one of them would have amethyst which is for authority kind of like in the bible when you see purple what do you think of a king what yep okay and then there would be a clear quartz and that would provide a rejuvenating energy 
or it would rejuvenate my energy. Okay. And then there's a rose quartz, and that deals with the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, this tracks with what, what I've heard about crystals before. Okay, okay. And she said, as I burn them, you're going to feel fantastic. Hey. It's going to be like better than any meditation you've ever had. Wow. And she said something about hard work, and I said, oh, is it going to be hard work? And she said, no, 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 just hard work for me. Oh. I can give you hard work if you want hard work. I was like, no, 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 that's okay. You can do the hard work. And she's not telling me the price yet, though. And that's what I'm waiting for, you know, the drop. Oh, how much How much is this going to cost? And she starts veering off into other things. She asked me, is there anything wrong that you feel that you're doing in your path? And I said, well, hmm, again, not that I can really think of. And she said, well, that's good. That means you're living without guilt. Okay. Okay. And uh, Interesting. you've been trying to repair things. It's really up to you. It's a process. There's just no guarantees in any of this. And so finally, we get to the subject of the price, how much it's going to cost for these candles. Mm-hmm. She said, well, normally I charge $120. Mm-hmm. But for you. Per chakra. Whoa. Yeah, she just throws out the little per chakra. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got a multiplier so here $720. now. $720. And you want to work with my, exactly. You want to work with whoa. my. Whoa. Six of your chakras. Yeah. And so I was kind of reeling from that. And she said, but I'm sure if I researched it, I'm sure it's worth even more than 120 But, you know, for you, I would do it for $90 per chakra. Oh, per, <laughs> still per chakra. And what is that times six? So I said five hundred forty. Uh, she said, "You could have been like a hundred dollars." Oh, yeah! I didn't think to miss four hundred fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, that would be absurdly expensive. Oh, right, and mean. <laughs> Another thing she kept saying was, "Am I playing God here?" No. Ah, uh, yes, I heard her. You say got this that. Too. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are meant to happen or they're not, but I can at least work with your energies here and really bring about better outcomes. And then she would get very certain with her language. She said, oh, I'm 100% positive of what I'm saying. The intuition is very strong on this. And my energy is mm-hmm. not going to lead you wrong if you put me to the test. Wow. Okay. Because I know for you, seeing is believing. Right. No? Okay. That's your one hit. she had given me kind of an out by saying you know your head's gonna say hold on i need to think about it but your Mm -hmm. heart's gonna say yeah i really need this cleaning and so i said well you know i'm gonna go with my head on this one and Uh you know i need to think about it a little Uh bit she said well see yeah i'm not forcing you like i told you i'm not forcing you to do anything here and i'm not playing god okay we got it i thought i was kind of concluding the discussion well now i know Mm -hmm. what you want to sell me i'm not buying it i think we've had a lot of a discussion here so i said well thank you i really appreciate all your insights and you've given me a lot to think about i'm using a voice that indicates that i am done we with are this. concluding this conversation nope <laughs> <laughs> then she asked me if i was satisfied with the reading so far yes yes i am she said well what was that other problem you were asking me to solve and i'm thinking what did i ask hmm. you to solve another problem hmm. and she said well we talked about the writing thing but there was another thing that you wanted help on so i said well, I, you know just the next year i was kind of curious what to look out for but it sounds like you've given me a lot to think about so thank you please let me leave nope <laughs> just, like we just kept going into the spiral uh-huh. loop where she would just be saying the same things and describing and i, I would say there was a good 10 minutes of this oh, thought, oh it's it's like that professor in school who's like, and I think that's about, oh, you know what? Just one more thing. But it's the thing you already trying said. to close their textbooks oh. and half an hour later, you're actually out of class. And so she'd ask me if there's any questions I have. Nope, nope. But I've got a lot to think about. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I did ask her. There we go. I did have a question. Can I take a photo of the cards? And mm. she said, yes, just not of me. So mm, took a photo of the cards, okay. got a picture of that. So eventually we got to the point where it was time to pay her. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing like, okay, you know, it's like sitting at the restaurant, like just bring me the bill. <laughs> I'm ready to leave now. 
I said, well, here's 60. So out of 60, you said 50, right? And she said, well, let me go check, see if I have any change. Oh. And so she gets up, she goes into the back room, and I would love to see what she did in the back room. Like, <laughs> you know, does she have a little argument with the fake manager kind of thing? Right, right. <laughs> does she just sort of tap dance around for a second? But she came right back and said, oh, sorry, I don't have any change. Okay. <laughs> what will you be doing about that? <laughs> exactly. So I said, okay, well, my friend Carrie's coming, so maybe she can use that extra $10 towards her reading. Uh-huh. And she said, okay, yeah, that's that'll work. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky. So I went out. Well, at first she handed me her business card. All I right. wanted that. And she told me to ignore the misspelling. <laughs> it says, I got to pull this up. It's very good. Hollywood psychic, life coach, specializing in clairdoyant readings <laughs> and spiritual cleansing. <laughs> clairdoyant. She said, ignore the D. Oh my gosh, that's so great. What a great typo. Yeah. So I went outside and I said, okay, it's your... Well, actually, you were gone. You had gone to the restroom. So I looked around for you for a bit. It's so funny, too, because... I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I was like, God, I got to pee. I'm going to oh, go. No. And then, of course, that's when you came That's out. the moment. But I tried to make it end by calling her. I thought if I sort of jostled her out of her reverie, you oh. know, you would end soon. And that seemed to work. I mean, maybe there was no cause and effect there. But I called. And then you were out like two or three minutes later. Oh. And then she called me twice on my cell phone. Oh, did she? As I was walking over there. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think she realized it was me. And even at one point, I had to jump back in there just because I thought maybe she'd think we'd ran off on her. So, oh, huh? well, My friend's coming. <laughs> She's in the <laughs> She's restroom. Peeing. So it was your turn. Yes. But before we do that... I would love to talk about websites. Oh, me too. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know which website I just freaking love? Well, if you're anything like me, it's probably Squarespace. I was going to say any website designed by Squarespace, but Squarespace.com itself? Yeah. Yeah, that's where the good websites come from. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. You get some Squarespace up in this business, you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new website. Yeah, it's a whole platform where you can build your own physical or online business or announce an upcoming event or a special project, make a website all about you. Whatever you want. And they give you beautiful customizable templates. They're created by world-class designers, not just country-class designers, world-class. They have powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. So you don't have to install some weird little PHP store Mm -hmm. on your site. It's It's right there. there. And everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. So you don't have to worry about going to that website on your phone and it looks like you're an idiot. No, it already looks beautiful on your iPhone. You've got analytics. You can see who's interacting with your site, what Mm -hmm. they're doing there, what they're downloading. It grows with you. And it's got built-in search engine optimization so that if someone's Googling for Ross Blotcher, mm-hmm. they don't end up with Cross Botcher. When someone sends you those emails like, I can help you with your search engine optimization, <sighs> you can say, buzz off, I've got Squarespace. I don't need it. It's built in. I- I've built it beautiful already. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Enter code ONO, O H N O. So then it was my turn. Yeah, I'd been in there for about 50 minutes. 50 minutes. I was texting Drew like, Ross is still in there. Do I need to go in? And when we went into repetition mode, I just kept thinking, well, can we just get Carrie in here? Like, she's waiting. Uh, We're not covering any new ground. (laughs) (sighs) 
Oh boy, well, she was still making her move. Anyway, I went in. I realized that for a lot of these things, my voice automatically goes up like one or two octaves. Does it? Yeah. I walked in and I was like, hi. Weird. Yeah, and I realized, and like, you're like, why am I doing you're that? You're making that noise as you're questioning, why am I doing it? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, what is that? Oh. Um, hilarious but i think my mind is like okay you know be as gentle and innocent as you can be i want a good reading yeah <laughs> hi my name's carrie and i sound just like a <laughs> child it's very strange Ten. <laughs> exactly so i sat down and she said so do you know about the pricing and i was like uh no i mean i saw the sign outside and she said okay if palm is 10 25 for both palms chicken what? <laughs> Where's uh, the math? Yeah, usually it's a reduction. Exactly. Hey, you can buy this bowl for $5, but for two, you can get it for $7. Right. Whoa, what a discount. I should what, get two. What's stopping me from saying, okay, just one palm, and then coming back the next day and saying, <laughs> okay, the other palm? <laughs> Nothing. Apparently, the multiplier effect is just so that it's really more bang for your buck. It's three times better, and you're getting it for only 2.5 times wow, the price. okay. And then she said, the tarot is $55, but she said, I'll cut you the same deal I cut him, him being Ross. I'll give you $50 for a palm reading and a tarot card reading. I, I wonder how much she just makes those up off the top of her head. 100% or of the time. She knew we'd been talking to each other and wanted to make sure. I'm sure in this case, she was like, well, I have to give They're going to compare notes. Yeah. I also wonder if $50 is a great price point where people aren't going to have exact change. Yes. And you get to tell Probably. them, I don't have any small bills. Probably. So she said she's going to tell me the good and the bad. She's not going to sugarcoat anything. Sure doesn't. And she will only tell me what my energy tells her, not just things she's making up, okay? Oh, wow. She's that's going to get it directly from me. Well, that's good. That clears up a few questions for me. <laughs> So she said, this reading will cover the past, the present, and the future. So if it doesn't make sense, it's about the future. Okay. I thought, wow, okay, so everything's a hit. Great. So she handed me the cards, and I thought she was going to do the palm reading first. So I said, oh, are we, we're doing the tarot cards first. And she said, I do them at the same time. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right. All right. Let the lady work. Whoopsie doodle. Okay, so I shuffled it and she said now you don't have to be a professional about it but i've taken classes at the magic castle i'm a pretty good shuffler so i shuffled <laughs> it and she was like oh wow okay <laughs> and then she went in the next room where her kids were to tell them to shut up because so wait, they were so you, loud you've taken a class specifically in shuffling i took a shuffle no I, but i took <laughs> magic classes and learned good shuffling shuffling techniques. was well. one of the things covered okay and when she left I took a photo of the room. Ah, right. you sent me a photo of That's her empty chair. Okay, so it's when she went to scold her children. Yep. So she came back. She had me divide my deck into two. And then she said, now tell me the one you're drawn to. We'll use that one. And I picked the one on my right. She picked those up. And she said, I'm so sorry for my kids. They're, they're you know, they're out of school and they're getting everything out of their <laughs> system. And I said, oh, how many kids do you have? And she said, two. Yeah. And then I said, I, I thought you had two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would have been brilliant. I wonder what's behind that door because yeah. it feels like there's a whole house back there. That's where they there live. Is. I think so. And they've just dedicated this tiny sliver to her side her business. business. I think that's the case with a lot of these. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's true. I think I've been in other psychic shops where, excuse me, yep. I've got these kids in the background. Yep. Well, it was the same in the New York psychic. Okay. Tried to get me to buy the paper towels. My goodness. So she, uh, she starts stealing the cards and the first three are the fool, the devil, and that heart with soul. Oh, wow. And so I You're going to get a bad reading. <laughs> no, so it's like, oh, that doesn't seem good. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. So she lays them all down. She doesn't even look like she's reading them really. Like, yeah. she just kind of glanced at them. She didn't seem alarmed. She didn't seem reassured. She just looked at them. And then she took my left hand and she looked at my lifeline, and I, too, have a very long lifeline. Hey, guys, good news. You get this podcast for a long time. <laughs> exactly. She said, I will probably die of old age hmm. unless I drink a bunch or use a lot of drugs. Okay. Because my lifeline does diverge at the bottom, and that represents a choice I get to make. Oh, that's interesting. Now, I note, though, that even though it does diverge, both divergent paths are equidistant and did you take the path less traveled <laughs> i guess that would be this fainter line on my palm okay yeah so i'm not sure what all to make of that but she said you know there you do have some free will in this and the most important thing is to take care of yourself don't use a bunch of drugs so i guess we both have potential substance abuse issues uh, yeah okay i feel like i have potential everything yeah yeah the but not is... me personally just like to have a potential Anything means nothing because everything's a potential. Sure. But but what is likely? Yeah, a propensity, mm -hmm. you might say. A pension. Yeah, I don't think I yeah, Proclivity. Not very tempted toward alcohol or anything. Hmm. A predilection. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> so she said, oh, okay, but I do see here a fear coming up with health. And now she's looking at the cards. And she said, but it's going to be ruled out. It's going to be ruled out. And I said, oh, okay, can I can I ask you questions as you go? And she said, oh, yes, of course. And I said, okay, so I've been told that I have a really high risk of ovarian and fallopian tube cancer, ah. which is true. I have this, this gene mutation. Mm -hmm. um, what Ross and I know, and some of you know from listening to previous episodes, is that I had my fallopian tubes removed so that I wouldn't die. But I didn't tell her that they've been removed. I just told her I have this really high risk. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, okay, so it hasn't been ruled out. It's just a high risk. Hmm. And I said, right, right. And she said, yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. So I see that here. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> but Sorry, woman. We see what you're up to. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. Also, you told me you told me everything, the good and the bad. Uh -huh. But not that I might get cancer. Uh-huh. We're hip to what you're doing. We know the game you just played. <laughs> but then she, oh, man, she lost her place so many times i think i think she would literally forget what she had said mm. so she said i didn't want to tell you that you have cancer whoa but there will be problems here but i see it being ruled out by doctors and i said what well that, what, there what we go she's mean? reading the past they'd already removed your fallopian tubes yeah maybe she was definitely talking about it like it was the future though okay so wait i'm sorry are you saying I still might get the cancer or 
or it won't happen. And she she said, well, you remember I told you earlier on that you can help yourself like with your lifeline, you know, you you make decisions, you have some willpower. And yeah, it hasn't been ruled out that you'll get cancer, but you have some power. And I was like, okay. And she said, Hmm. I mean, does cancer run in your family? And I said, yeah, you know, my mom had ovarian cancer. My grandmother died of it. Two of my aunts have had it. Two of my cousins have had cysts on their ovaries. And it's a rare cancer. So this is you know, definitely in my family. She said, yes, yes, the cards do show. (laughs) Oh, goodness. How many times can you take credit for information after the sitter has already provided it to you? And in such an obvious way. You know, you just ask me a point blank question and then I answer you and then you say, yep, uh uh-huh, I saw that. I think most people are not equipped to detect that. Oh, man. And it just gets counted as a hit. Oh, wow. Oh, she did see that. That's amazing. Yeah, and then your memory rebuilds it in the reverse. Yeah. I think she's taking advantage of that with most people. So yeah, the cards did show her that. And she said, my energy could make the cancer happen. Oh. Yes. And then she said, listen, whatever I tell you here, don't take it as offensive. And I said, (laughs) oh, okay. (laughs) Please, here is a blank check to say anything you want, and I promise not to take it as offensive without even knowing what it'll be. Yes, please, go ahead. Right. So she said, you're a happy-go-lucky woman, but inside you carry a lot of sadness. And I must have looked like a little confused, you know, kind of look up at the ceiling, like trying to make it fit. Right. And she said, now you've gotten so used to it, you can't even see it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Goodness. (laughs) Can just do anything with these phrases. Right. You're sad, but you don't know it. It's such a wide (laughs) net. Anything falls into it. Right. But it's like, what did she say to you that you weren't content or something, Mm -hmm. but you don't know it? I'm sad and I don't know it. Like... Those are emotions. I'll tell you whether I have them. Yeah. If I'm happy and I know it, I'll clap my hands. I'll clap my freaking hands. (laughs) So she points at the fool card and she says, now the fool doesn't mean negativity, but it does mean that you feel like you made a foolish mistake in the past. What is Hmm. that? I'm thinking. So I, I only have like one really solid regret that I can think of. And that's okay. that I got into Berkeley on a transfer and I decided not to go for a oh, boy. Right. And that's so stupid. A boy. A boy. Don't even talk to him anymore. But obviously, my life has panned out okay. Yeah. So it's not a big regret. It's not something I think about. Mm-hmm. But she says, what is that? And I'm like, oh, the only thing I can think of is like I didn't transfer colleges. And she's like, no, 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 no. Oh. You have a, you have a deep regret. Hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, and she says, real deep. And then she says, for a lot of women, it's an abortion. Oh. (laughs) Like, wow. Yeah. Real wide swing here. And miss. Yep. Solid miss. I said, oh, okay, I... Oh, well, I haven't had an abortion. And she said, I didn't say you did. No, we went to the crisis pregnancy center and they talked us out of that oh, abortion. Right, right. <laughs> so then she very defensively is like, I didn't say you did. And I'm like, yeah, I heard how you phrased it so that you wouldn't necessarily say I had. Um, but I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm trying to think of what that could be. Oh, okay. Six years ago, I had to put my dog down and that was a really hard decision. I think I've forgiven myself for having to do that. I don't think it was wrong. She's like, no, 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 that's not it. There's something your energy holds onto, a regret. You need to pick up the pieces of your life. 
Oh, wow. But you can't think of it. It won't occur to you, but boy, this really laid you low. Yeah, it's just your life's a total mess. So then she just moves on from that and says, and listen, you will be told you have cancer, but it's going to be misdiagnosed and they're going to say it was a miracle. Your cancer has been healed. Whoa, this is all very specific. Specific and confusing. Am I misdiagnosed or do I have it and it gets healed? Well, they're going to... No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is too much hard work. So then she says, now, do you have a religion? Hmm. And I said, "Uh, no, I don't have any like faith in particular. She looked kind of surprised by that. Hmm. And then she said, no, you have no faith. Like that. Like, that's absurd. Well, I'm here talking to a sidekick, so. (laughs) Right. What do you want from me? So I said, I guess philosophically, the closest would be like Buddhism. And she says, good, good. Got it. (laughs) Buddhism. Okay. So like good karma, good energy. And I'm like, well, no. And then she she goes, yes, good karma. (laughs) Got it. So you believe in a higher power. A higher power is going to bless you. Carrie's doing a much better job of evoking her energy in this conversation. It's very forceful. It's very fast. (laughs) And it's very confident. Yes, yeah, so there's a higher power. It's going to bless you. There is good and bad. And as a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She heard what she wanted to hear. Right. As a Buddhist, you should recognize that. Bad energy makes bad things happen, right? And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I just said that was maybe the closest thing. And it's not, I'm not, we've got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> She she says, you've got to recognize happiness. You got to be grateful. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I I feel like that's one of the big lessons, right? Is that the more you recognize what you've already got, the more, the happier you are. And she's like, yeah, but don't go shouting it from the rooftops. Recognize it when it happens. And then, you know, back off a little. What do you you do with that? Yeah. (laughs) I think she thought I would be like, oh, God, you're right. No gratitude. I hadn't thought about that. And Mm. then she could count that as a win. But since I already feel grateful, it had to be (laughs) pulled back on the gratitude. (laughs) But I need to recognize when my miraculous healing happens and be more grateful for myself. Oh, you know what, Carrie? You need to learn to love yourself. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) This was from a previous investigation. Yeah, who said that? No, I can't even remember. Yeah. Everyone's going to remind us. Scientologists? No, I don't think it was them. Some- oh, you know what? I think it was the the guy who did applied kinesiology and reflexology and- Oh, good yeah. memory. Yes. The guy right? who's selling us the quantum medallions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was the one who wanted you to learn to love yourself. It's like, I do. <laughs> I do love myself. A lot more than I love you right now. <laughs> But I don't- <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay so then she said i have no feeling in my inner soul boy and- boy th- those are really dark things to say uh-huh. i think she was really like listen i am out of carrots i am out of sticks <laughs> and she wants to use the stick she wants to find your ruin right this is the scientology thing she wants to find the nadir of your soul and right. make you feel like you're empty and void and missing something right so she can fix it with those candles and there are two ways to respond one is to constantly say no not really and the other is to go ah, ah, ah. so you got both here <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah she says do you believe you have a soul And I said, I guess I don't know. And she said, well, then you don't believe it. 
Because if you did, fair. Uh, yep, if you did, you'd say yes. And I said, okay, yeah. You know, I can't say I like. If she only used that same logic elsewhere in these conversations, <laughs> right? Go a lot faster. <laughs> so I said, yeah. You know, in that sense, like I don't actively believe I have a soul. And she said, but you know that you have a physical body. And I said, yes. And she said, and you know that you have emotion and drive and thoughts. And you can tell right from wrong. And I said, yes. You know, so I would just call that consciousness. And she said, no, 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 no. Consciousness, that's intuition. Hmm. Oh, no. Now we're in a little (laughs) battle of how we define certain terms. Yep. That's going to go nowhere. This is something you feel. It allows you to feel good and evil. And so then I realized exactly that. Oh, we're in like a semantic discussion. So I said, oh, okay. Then, yes, I have a soul. I have that. There we go. Okay, and, good. Uh, and she said, no, 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 no. <laughs> you got out too easy. <laughs> yeah. No, because if you knew that you had a soul, when I asked you, you'd say yes. So like, okay, well, okay. But by by the definition you just gave, I've got one. I just connected the word soul to the afterlife. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's and a good out. Thank you. Because here we are, we're talking to a psychic. So obviously, we have to at least have bought into the idea that she has a connection with something outside of the physical. Right. That should be assumed. But no, she's going to make me say it. (laughs) So she says, my soul needs to be more joyful. I need to block out negative energy from coming in. She can tell that I'm joyful in my physical body, (laughs) which now I'm just picturing my body like jumping around without me. (laughs) But in my emotional self, I need to be more joyful. I need to be very grateful, which I which I already have been, but I need to keep doing it. But pull back on that gratitude. But not too much. And recognize that none of it was done by me. It's all a gift from the universe. Okay? Okay. She said, I have a purpose on this earth. I'm here for a reason. My purpose is to bring excitement to other people. Oh. Yay. Okay. Hey. Hey. But I, I need to let my own will die out a bit. And then she said, my flesh needs to die. So that my soul energy takes control. Oh, I know. Yeah, so now I'm thinking like, are you saying I'm getting cancer? Are you just trying to have it every which way? Yeah, are you getting a flesh-eating bacteria? (laughs) Or do you need to actually die? Because this is sounding like some weird culty stuff. And she said it so like it was nothing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, your flesh needs to die, but (laughs) your soul, that's what really needs to live. Are okay. you about to kill me? I just, just yeah, flesh needs to die. Her hand shuffles under the table <laughs> for the knife she has strapped underneath exactly. it. Exactly. Ah, she just had to mean that somehow metaphorically or something. Well, so the next thing she said was, I know I came off as aggressive right there. <laughs> well, when I said your flesh needs to die. <laughs> but then- <laughs> was it when I said, I want to wear your flesh? Was it? <laughs> But that's just for you to get an understanding. Don't take it personally. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gr- oh, no problem. I won't take offense. I won't take it personally, but I should die. Got it? No problem. We are okay. So then she goes back to the cards and she says, okay, what's this separation I see in your life? Now, she's been glancing at my finger where I am wearing my sister wife's ring. So I thought that was interesting that she decided, like, I must be separated. Yeah, you know, that's a bold swing. Yeah. But so I kind of pondered it, looked off in the distance. She said, yeah, you don't see it yet. (laughs) Okay. Oh, okay. But, you know, the separation connects to this card here, the hermit. So... See if you think this is a hit, Ross. She says, you kind of keep your opinions to yourself. 
you kind of shut them in. You don't express yourself. You don't like people to know what you think. You like to keep it all internal. I'm hearing Carrie say this while she's talking into a microphone <laughs> where we are recording Carrie's the thoughts last and opinions of our lives. to share with everybody. Oh, 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 is she calling back? Psychic. She's calling everybody. Ross is going to answer on my iPhone. Where's the sound coming? Hello? Hi. Oh, this is Ross. Uh, we had a reading earlier today. Hi. Uh, very well. You know, I, I was just curious. You had mentioned doing some candle work with me on six chakras. And, and I was just curious. I've been running it over in my mind. What, what would be the one chakra that, that just doesn't currently need work? Oh, okay. The aura is one of the chakras. Oh, interesting. Is that like the, I know there's like one at the top of the head. There's one kind of, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, I was just curious about that. Okay, well, well, thank you. I appreciate you calling back. Oh, uh, no problem. All right, thanks so much. Bye. Oh, all right, bye. Okay. It's your aura. Yeah, that's the chakra that does not need the candle work. Well, that's good. That'll save me 90 bucks. Uh, that's not one of the chakras. According to her, it is. I don't know. I asked if it was the top of the head one, and she said, she almost sounded sarcastic in how she responded, but she said, yeah, uh. you're doing fine there. You've got great energy. Everybody likes you. Uh. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'll take it. Um, yeah. Hey, we so, got our answer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a hermit. I keep opinions to myself. Nope. And <laughs> No, that, that's uh, kind of the opposite of you. Yeah, I think so. If Carrie yeah. thinks something, you're going to hear about it. Right. And actually, like, part of my maturing process has been being like, you know, you can hold that in. You can think about it. Mm. You can say it It's later. like your enthusiasm. Reel it in a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> no, for sure. And uh, but it's a fair guess. You know, most people go one way or the other. But boy, did she guess wrong. So I said, oh, I got to say, that doesn't sound like me. And she said, okay, then it's in your future. Hmm. And I said, oh, okay. So in my future, I'm going to be reticent to share my opinions. And she's... Yeah, maybe you continue this path. Of a little more... To the point where you're not sharing enough. So I should maybe like exercise a little more privacy and caution and stuff in in the future. And she said, no, 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 no. It's just that you'll be tempted to keep your feelings in, but you shouldn't. Talk about your opinions. Say what you mean. Say what you think. That's what you should do. Don't let it get cut off. When you meet someone, you put all your cards on the table. Hey, you know, cards. Uh, yeah, well, there's that. But also, you're only saying this now because I just corrected mm-hmm. you. And, she, and then she said, and you don't care about other people's opinions. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, no. <laughs> I definitely care. I get I get my feelings hurt very easily. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that's that's not accurate either, yeah. though I can see why you leech from one to the other. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, uh, see, this is why you can't say no, because then you just break her stride and you right. feel bad for doing it. Right. I should have said. That would be the Ross technique. You're a ghost box. 
Or a spirit box. Or Frank's box. Right. So then she points to the devil card, which has been laying there this whole time, just oh. waiting. Ha- has she been putting yes. down a layer oh, yeah. of cards on top? She keeps just putting cards down. It's so willy-nilly, too. Did, just slap, slap, slap. Do you have pretty intense eye contact going with her? Because I sure did. We were definitely making eye contact. I don't know if I'd say it was intense. When someone's talking to me, I feel like I need to be looking at their eyes. But then after a while, a long conversation uh-huh. like this, then I'm thinking, oh, no, have I been, am I making you uncomfortable? Oh, Do uh-huh. I need to give you breaks from this little staring contest we're having here? Right. So every now and then I'd kind of look outside to consider something. Right, right. Same. And I noticed every now and then, especially if she'd be talking about my chakra, she'd sort of stare at that part of my body like she was uh-huh. talking to it. Uh-huh. Which I always think is a nice touch when a medium is talking to, say, a spirit standing right behind you. Oh, but right. But they're not looking behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, really? Yeah, Are yeah, you yeah. talking to Uncle Jack? Right, right. Yeah, and she didn't do any of that. But when she talked about the chakra, at least she was looking there in my okay. chest. that was smart. Okay, so the devil card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. She says, this devil represents a woman, a jealous woman around you. And I thought, huh, a jealous woman. You know, I'm looking off and thinking, and she says, yeah, you don't know about it yet. Okay. (laughs) And hey, don't take it personal, but she will try to make it seem like something sexual has happened between her and your partner. Oh. Yeah, but nothing has happened. Don't dwell on it. Because if you do, if you take it seriously, then your relationship will go south. And that's where we'll see the separation I mentioned before. Oh. So. uh, Tying it all together. Yep. She's like, you're in a relationship now? And I said, yes. How long? Three and a half years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm, That's him. Now, just avoid this by speaking your mind. Rely on your intuition. What this woman is saying is not true. She didn't have sex with him. What happened is he rejected her. And Mm. that's why she wants to come into your life and make up this whole story about having screwed Drew. That is not true. Screwed Drew, not true. So you're going to warn Drew about this? I did. I told him in the elevator on the way down. Oh, good. He said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, I said, okay, yeah, I don't think I've met her yet. And she said, no, you haven't. But it will happen this year. Okay. So big year for me. Wow, I'm yeah. I'm going to get cancer and a lady's going to say she's boffing Drew. Yeah, I'm going to be accused of sexual impropriety within oh, the next six months. Man, we should just stay home. Right? <sighs> okay, so she said, be grateful. Know you have control. Have faith in something higher. And that's going to give you protection and control so you don't get the cancer. But she, she does, I got to say, she does tie it all together. Yeah. She remembers the threads that have been left out. She loops them back in, ties them off. Kind of forgetting what exactly she said about that thing, but... That was mentioned. I'm taking credit for it exactly. now. Exactly. And then she said, honestly, there's nothing you can do about it, yes or no. I said, uh, yes, no, there... Wait... Oh, sorry. What? Because I, I didn't even know what she wanted. I was yeah. like, well, I mean, I have free will. We went over that. But I also need to let go and let God. So what is it that you want? I'll give you that. <laughs> um, she said, energetically, there's nothing you can do about it because you're going to let the energy take your place. Hmm. And at this point, I'm just going, uh, yeah, all right. Yep, let the energy be taken, but those are words, yep. Yeah, I I don't know what to make of that. She went back to the cancer. She said, you might be told you have cancer and you need treatment, but it's a misdiagnosis. She said, I know that sounds fictional. And I'm thinking, well, not for the reason you think, but Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, misdiagnoses happen for sure. And she said, yes, 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 yes. 
And I said, so do you think it's the fallopian tubes or the ovaries? I'm just going for it at this point. Oh, okay. Trying to get her specific. Yeah. Where is this maybe cancer, maybe not going to be? Because if you had a different type of cancer, she could take credit for that. Oh, right. True. So yeah, I said, you know, I'm at risk in both fallopian tubes and ovaries. Where is this cancer going to be? And she said, well, do you have children? And I said. You tell me, psychic. I know, right? And I said, no. And she said, do you want them? And I said, no. And she said, well, do you want to get rid of them? <laughs> oh, okay. And I said, well, that's that's one option. And she said, but do you want kids on some level? And I said, no. I think I, I'm supposed to mother animals. I really love animals. And she said, well, that you don't want children. How are, how are your eggs? And I said, they're, they're fine. And she said, I, I mean, if it's something you have to remove, then remove it. Okay. It's like, I'm not looking for advice from, like, I sure. was asking you where the cancer will be, not like, hey, do you think I should get a bilateral salpingectomy lady in a booth? <laughs> so is it, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, right. But but where will the cancer be? The fallopian tubes or the eggs? And finally she answered. She said, your uterine wall and your fallopian tubes. I do not have. Okay, there we go. Um, That's the rub. Yeah. Failed. Finally. I like how you had to give her the yes or no. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Binary choice. And then she said, I might later need a hysterectomy, but I can take control by doing it. Even though it might be a misdiagnosis, I should go ahead and do it, but then it's going to take a big toll on me. You just want it everywhere. Yeah, way. this is such an exercise in just laying out a net that covers every potential possibility and gets credit for it. Right. Oh, but guess what the cancer will be caused by? Man with a wooden leg named Smith. <laughs> What's the name of his other leg? <laughs> no, it is caused by a spiritual problem. And this is where it gets interesting. Okay. If you have a physical problem that's caused by the physical world, she can't do anything about it, but I'm lucky. Mine is going to be caused by a spiritual problem. So the way I can keep from getting cancer in my non-existent fallopian tubes yeah. is to come back to her oh, wait. Okay. for what an energetic healing. What kind of tools does she have to accomplish such a healing? Thank you for asking. So this is going to happen in the next six months, so I kind of need to get on it. If I, if I don't, not only am I going to get a deadly cancer, but I could also develop depression which she acknowledged I don't have, but I would. But, I was like, right. I'm a little more concerned about the cancer, but go on. <laughs> so she said, if I come back to her and I do this spiritual healing, she will get me the one thing I lack. And oh. guess what that is? Completeness, joy. My uh, power animal. Your power animal? <laughs> and what is that? I asked. Okay, so she said- You're going to pay for that? Yep. She said, yeah, you need your power animal. Your power animal eats illnesses. And I said, oh, I had no idea. I thought power animals just gave you like power and strength yeah. and guidance. That'd she be said, funny. No. That'd be funny if your power animal was like a tapeworm and she's like, here, sw <laughs> swallow this. It's going to eat your illnesses. Uh, are those piranhas that eat your feet? <laughs> Is that what they are? Piranhas that eat like piranhas dead are cells the off flesh your feet? eating fish. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So she said, she can do a candle healing for me oh, where candles. she will invoke my spirit animal. What a weird coincidence. She was going to be able to heal me oh, with candles. Oh, wow. Very cool. And then we'll find out my spirit animal during that. Now, here's the thing. I can't pick my spirit animal. My spirit animal picks me. 
I said, okay, wow. Okay. I'm just getting really excited at the thought that maybe your spirit animal is like a water bear or something. <laughs> what is a water bear? <laughs> it's a microscopic. Any photo you see will be. Oh, those things. A huge. Oh, you see the willies. Oh, you've all seen them. Tardigrade. Oh, so AKA called. a tardigrade. Oh, yeah. God. Little extremophile. They can live in space and survive. Oh, you're uh, you're doing like oh, the roving Mormon woman hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're oh, grabbing God. your chest and your it's neck. Just... That gives you the heebie-jeebies, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Does it not give you the heebie-jeebies? No, it's just a little water bear. <laughs> can survive in the water with no water. It'll come back to life if you've left it uh, in the vacuum of space. Will it eat me? What does it eat? It'll eat your diseases. Oh, really? No. <laughs> I'm just thinking that's why it's your spirit animal. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking of really, really interesting spirit animals. Sure. I'm sure it would be like an otter or something. Right, or a cheetah or whatever. So, okay, we've, we've figured all that out. And then she said, so do you have any questions for me? And I said, uh, yeah, okay, so my dog turns 12 tomorrow. Yeah, um, happy birthday, Miss Ella. Yeah, she's over there on the, on the couch taking a nap. And I said, she's really the best thing in my life. I want to know if she's going to be with me a long time. Because she is 12, mm-hmm. but she seems healthy. And she had just gotten a good bill of health this morning at the vet. Yeah. And she said, well, what breed? And I said, uh, she's a chihuahua mix. And she said, and how long do they live? Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> well, they can live past 20 but, you know. <laughs> You're doing the work for her. Right. And she said, okay, so I can't tell you how long she'll live because that's playing God. Her favorite phrase. Can't you read Ella's paw? Yeah. Like, you can tell me that I'll get cancer and maybe die, but you can't tell me whether my dog will live. Yeah. You're going to live a long time unless you get wrapped up in alcohol and substance abuse. Right. But can't do the same for your dog. <sighs> But she is your baby, and it's a very healthy breed. And then she said, he's full chihuahua. And I said, she, which I had already said, like, pick up on it, psychic. I said, she, uh, she's a mix. And she said, well, that's even better because, you see, then they don't have inbreeding. So they don't have as many. I know. I'm asking you because you're a psychic. Yeah, well, she found the one area where she could pontificate. I don't think that's it. Let let her pontiff. Oh, goodness. Okay, so then she said, so your friend out there, uh, you have very good chemistry with him. And I said, oh, thank you. And she got that one right. Yes or no? Yes. (laughs) She said, you really build off one another. You collaborate creatively. Yeah. Yeah. And I and then she said there's a lot of strength there, but you know what you're missing is this power animal. Oh, no now we'll never know unless you pay how much did she She wouldn't tell me until the end, but okay. it was a hundred and twenty. Per Oh just, just for the candle. Well that's healing. a steal, it's really. It's only two twenty Ross. That's a good deal. But she's gonna give it to me for one twenty. Wow. That's I know. super generous. So then she asked me what other questions I had and I said, Well, you know, one of my biggest fears is what's going on in the country right now, you know. I wondered if you can see anything about how things will go in Congress, whether uh, we'll get impeachment. And she said, well, I wish I could tell you that because I'd be running Congress myself, huh? which you could tell was a thing she had said many times. Mm-hmm. She said, I can't tell you, you know, if I'm a Democrat or Republican. Honestly, I'm independent. I think on my own. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. good, good, good. Great. And then she said, for example, I'm against abortion. But do I tell some people to get an abortion in here? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> she said, if a 13-year-old is going to dump her baby in a trash can, go get an abortion. 
I'm like, yes. Adoption is an option too. Sure. Yeah. If those are the only options. um, (laughs) All uh, right. But also, I don't really want to dig into our opinions on abortion here for the the moment, (laughs) ma'am. Not what Um, I was fishing for. (laughs) Yeah. Remember, we were talking about uh, uh, impeachment. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she basically, she couldn't tell me what was going to happen with Trump. Didn't Um, want to tell you about removing that baby. (laughs) Right. I said, like, I think he's like basically a psychopath and it just, it causes me a lot of stress to think about it and she said well i would agree with you so okay that's nice yeah so she similarly asked me what's interfering and like you i said i have a long-term project i just need to buckle buckle down on and do and she said what is it and i said it's a book and she said okay so uh it has to do with politics yes or no and i said (laughs) really i i guess it kind of connects you know trying to make it fit and she says yeah exactly it kind of connects just write it out you just have to write it is what you have to do you can't wait you just gotta write it that's really good advice yeah thank you so much like to get a book written you write it instead of not writing it i had no idea wow that's good and then she said and are you writing about the president so I said, no, not really. And she said, okay, well, but the but the point is, let the writing flow with your energy. You don't need to worry about the president. Just, <laughs> just have your writing flow and make a clear point in your book. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> and no, actually, that that is really good advice because when you're writing a book, you want to have a point. You don't want to just start saying words. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's. I mean, you should really take that to heart, Carrie. So this year is going to be the year of me taking less control, thinking positively, but not living in a fantasy world. The this is my favorite little thing she said: to be calm and collectible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch them all, <laughs> Carrie Poppy. Last thing she told me about my love life. So, yeah, she said, so this three and a half year relationship, I I see it. It's sturdy. It's steady. It's getting stronger. There's going to be a new commitment coming forward. She said, are you thinking about adopting another dog? And I said, no. And she (laughs) said, okay, but but I think you're going to start thinking about adopting another dog. Okay. Okay, well, now I am. You're going to start thinking. And she said, you're going to take a step further toward marriage, and you're going to adopt another dog very soon, and Ella will adjust. Don't worry about that. Your natural mother's instinct will help you spread the love, but you've got to adopt the dog. Don't buy the dog. Well, we know that'll happen. And I said, that's what I always do. And she said, "Uh uh-huh, yes, yes, I see. (laughs) That's why I said it. That's why I told you you need to do that because I know you always do that. that. So does Drew know there's going to be this advancement towards marriage in the next? I told him that in the elevator too. A lot happened in the elevator. That's interesting because normally you keep your opinions to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I just spilled these right away. And she said, uh, you know, I knew that you didn't want children. I knew that you were an animal person. Because when I see children in people's lives, I say, this many children. You know, I say, oh, I see four kids. But with you, I asked you, do you want children? Because I didn't see any. Why does she need to prove this? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Don't oversell it, lady. Yeah. You doth protest too much. 
Yep. She's told me not to wait seven years. Tell Drew if I want to get married. Just tell him. Don't hold it in. Okay. Say you want to do it and tell him you want to adopt a second dog, but not this year. You're going to adopt the dog in, I think she said, one to two years. But it looks like moving toward marriage this year. Oh, okay. So So set your calendars, everybody. (laughs) Well, at least she was more sanguine about your relationship than mine. Yeah, I'm doing great. Goodness. My heart's not spinning. And I'm just not in the sex, apparently. Mm -mm. Uh, So yeah, then she handed me her card and she said, I'm not forcing you, but let's do a candle reading for, you know, we got to find your spirit animal so that you don't get cancer. So normally that's 220, but for you, I'm going to do it for 120. Wow. Man, that's so nice. Yeah. And she said that my chakras didn't show up in the tarot reading. So, you know, it would be really good to look at that too. She said, don't wait another year for a reading. It's like counseling. You keep at it. Keep giving me money. Yep. So then I give her $40 and just like you, I thought, cool, it's over. Thank you so much. My voice goes up here. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, This has been really good. And then she said, oh, yeah. Now, hey, now with your writing. Oh, no. Stop. You got to give yourself a break. And I said, oh, I've given myself a lot of breaks. That's the problem. (laughs) And, uh, And she said, think of it as your meditation. And I said, oh, yeah, that's not, you know, I thought like that, that was kind of a nice reframing That's actually, that's actually good advice. Yeah. I was kidding the other times when I said that was good advice. That's okay. Yeah. I like yeah. That. that is good advice. And if she had left it there. Uh, maybe, stop. But now she's got to keep going. Just stop. And then she said, if I knew more about your book, I could give you my opinions. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> trying to elaborate with me on the book? <laughs> Just seeing her in the special thanks. <laughs> Um, and then again, she asked me if it was political, and I was like, no, why you think it is? <laughs> She's got it into her head, and it's not leaving. Oh, my God. And then she said, <laughs> oh, then she, I'm like, I'm physically trying to rise from the chair. Uh, and she's like, you're involved in the media, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> this like, is over. I said, I said, yep. And she said, what do you do? And I'm thinking like, are you kidding me? I almost got through this whole thing. And now you're going to make me tell you what I do. <laughs> so I said, I said, oh, I'm probably like this. I am a journalist. And she said, oh, so there you go. You're not writing about me, are you? Oh, she actually asked you that. Yes. And thank God she said the word writing. Because yeah. I was like, no, I'm not writing about you. Does this mean I have to write the blurbs for this episode now? <laughs> I guess so. And I said, no, I'm, I'm not writing about you. I, I don't know enough about you to put you in the book. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, is it about Trump? And I was like, no. She did ask me Jesus if I was going to write about my reading with her. What? Weird. She's stuck on that. And then she started asking me about the thesis of the book. And I was like, why are we doing this? But so I tried to give her this very <laughs> shorthand version. I was like, it's something that does not invite further conversation. <laughs> with anyone normal, yes. So, yeah, I said something like, well, you know, it's kind of about the idea of good people and the idea of bad people. And she's like, the idea of them? And I'm like, oh! (laughs) Well, just like I kind of think we we think of them in binaries, but actually I think most of us exist on the spectrum and all of us are capable of great good and great evil. She kind of scrunches her face up and she's like, well, there are very bad people. And I'm like... Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. <laughs> and then this isn't something we're gonna get through in the next three minutes, right? Um, something you could write a book about, <laughs> right? And she said, 
if there weren't, there would be no rapists or serial killers. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I don't even know how she did this pivot, but she pivots into, you know, most scientists don't believe in religion, but then they study it and they become faithful. What? (laughs) And I said, sometimes, yeah. (laughs) And she said, no, 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 no. I'm not that educated, but NASA did research on the cloth of Jesus. Oh, no. And I said, The Shroud of Turin? I said, The Shroud of Turin? And she said, Yes, yes, the Turin Shroud, yes. And most people who did it from NASA, they found out there was no other way, and they all converted into believing in God. Nope. And I not said, Not at all how that went I down. said, I don't, I don't think you have that right. <laughs> trying like so hard to be nice about it but like i can't just i can't it's a medieval forgery it's been established multiple times from like a thousand years after jesus's death yeah it showed up in the 1300s i believe when there was a huge relic trade and there's no provenance for it before then and also (laughs) i say so wait nasa did this NASA. and she's like yeah nasa and i literally pointed at the, the sky and the said, national aeronautics and space administration i literally pointed at the sky and said the space people <laughs> oh bless her like, heart and she's like yeah some nasa team and i said yeah i, I think that i think the shroud of turin was found out to be a fraud and uh which the wrong word forgery would have been more accurate but i think it said a fraud and she said no, 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 no. It's in a church. And I said, well, <laughs> like that. And then she it's said, in a church. Yeah. And then she said, you got me. And she said, okay, it sounds like you know a lot more about this than I do. <laughs> All right. To her credit. <laughs> yeah, fine. Right. Um, I thought you were starting the story. I had a friend tell me this once that NASA has hidden photos of heaven <laughs> that they took in space. Wow. I thought if there was any direction you could point a telescope and see heaven, why would we not see it from Earth? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess just if it were just barely outside the atmosphere or something. It's just a really tiny and you need to blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not trying to make it work for them. It's very kind of you. Uh, But I like that NASA is fabricating some photos and hiding others. Why not? That's true. That is not very compatible with the flat earth position. So then she started telling me that I need to believe what I say or it won't be clear in the book. And I was like, I (laughs) I picture you clawing at the door by now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just stood up and I was like, I agree. And then I said, thank you so much. (laughs) So I walked toward the door. And then she asked me if I'm going to Bethesda, Maryland anytime soon. (laughs) What? She said, but the East Coast? And I said, I'm going to Brooklyn soon. And she said, okay, that's good, but you got to get near Washington, D.C. Because you need, if you're going to report on the president. <laughs> no, nope. I told you I'm not. <laughs> you got to get near D.C. Which, thank you for the advice. I've been trying to be a White House correspondent this whole time, and I cannot figure out what's going wrong. <laughs> I went to Sheboygan, and nothing happened there. <laughs> but she said these are the last words she spoke to me the book is going to be successful but don't move to washington (laughs) dc i said okay got it and i left (laughs) 
<laughs> you could still be there if you hadn't gotten out of that chair. Yeah, it reminds me of like my end game in chess. Like I'll do fine in chess until the very end. There's just a few pieces left, and I'll just chase your king all around the board because I have no idea how to close the deal. <laughs> I feel like that's her in a psychic reading. Oh my god. Huh. I don't even know how to pull specific predictions out of that. Mine was so all over the place. Yeah. But well, I'm going to well, get cancer in my tubes. I know that. Yeah, you've got cancer coming. You've got a marriage proposal. Oh, yeah. New dog. And a new dog. Yeah. There you go. And I've got sexual misconduct allegations. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look forward to 2019. 2019. It's going to be a good year. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, if, if I am accused by a coworker of sexual misconduct, I will go buy those candles. Okay. That's my Good that deal. is that is my pledge to the listeners within the next six months. Oh god. I'm knocking on the wood. And what are you knocking on it for? That you don't get accused of <laughs> Thank something you. you haven't done. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm just assuming that you haven't. There's a good tip for you. Don't sexually harass anyone. Thank you. There you, you know go. what? That's really good advice. Yeah. Then you're yeah. Right. You know what? I'm, I'm I gonna should be a sore front psychic. Try to act on that. I guess we got to rate this. How would you <laughs> rate her on a pseudoscience scale where one is something uh, not at all? May I make a suggestion? Yeah. What if we rate this? At the end of 2019. To so, see how it panned out. Yeah. That's a very good idea. There we go. Okay, everybody, remind us at the end of the year. And hey, we'll re-listen to this. And then maybe we'll visit a different psychic. Yeah, there we see go. See what we learned for 2020. There we go. So uh, here's hoping you, 2020. hoping you all have a wonderful year. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. So glad to be here with you. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can support us by going to MaximumFun.org slash donate. You can also come and see us live. But not in Bethesda, Maryland. Nope, not even going near it. Sorry. Come to the Brooklyn Podcast Festival on January 12th. Come to the SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco on January 15th. Come to the Mission Theater in Portland on January 16th. Or why don't you come to PodCon on January 19th and 20th? Or if none of those work for you, why don't you come to PodX in Nashville on May 31st through June 2nd? Ooh. You can see all those dates at carrypoppy.horse. And remember. If you see cancer in my fallopian tubes, please pick them up for me and return them. <laughs> <laughs> Dominated by Dude Bro Movie Podcasts. A world where Casey Affleck has an Oscar and Angela Bassett does not. Only one podcast is brave enough to call bullshit. Who shot ya? With Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know Porks, Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat Oakjaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn! Right, Kugel got final cut. Kugel got final cut! <laughs> it's literally the world's saddest orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, I'm from San Francisco. I've been to some sad orgies. Who shot you? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.